The Sunflower by Simon Wiesenthal. One sentence summary. The Sunflower recounts an experience of Holocaust survivor Simon Wiesenthal, in which he had to make a tough choice about whether to forgive or not, and explores over 50 different perspectives on forgiveness from people with various religious, cultural and ethnic backgrounds. My favorite quote from the author is, For evil to flourish, it only requires good men to do nothing. Simon Wiesenthal Here's a two-step solution to the problem of extreme nationalist right-wing political parties gaining too much traction and eventually getting to run a country and lead it to despair. Step 1. Send every member a book written by any Holocaust survivor. Step 2. Force them to read it start to finish. That'd shut them right up and would likely make them never even consider voting for a Nazi-esque party ever again. This book in Blinks is no exception. Just reading about some of the unimaginable atrocities sends shivers down my spine. But this is not a book about terror. The Sunflower is about forgiveness and the incredibly complex questions that come with it. When a dying Nazi soldier asked the author, Simon Wiesenthal, for forgiveness, the latter remained silent, just listened and said nothing, which sent him on a lifelong journey to learn from as many different perspectives on forgiveness as he could. Here are the three most important lessons from the book. 1. People arguing against forgiveness often base their points on religion and our freedom of choice. 2. A strong case for forgiveness is that it's beneficial not just for the forgiven, but also for the forgiver. 3. It's impossible to live your life with just one fixed perspective on forgiveness. You have to keep asking questions. Let's show our respect to Simon Wiesenthal by carrying his lessons forward. The Sunflower, Lesson 1 Arguments against forgiveness are backed by religion and our freedom to make choices. This answers the question, what are some of the most prominent con-arguments against forgiveness? Imagine your girl or boyfriend cheated on you. You break up with them when you find out, because you think cheating is a no-go. However, there are still two ways you can play the breakup. Way number one, forgive them, move on with your life and stay good, if not close, friends. And way number two, Tell them to fuck off and that you never want to see them again. Think about your closest three friends. Which of the two options would they point to you if you asked them for advice? Those who would tell you option two is the right choice would probably base their arguments on one of two things. Religion and or our freedom to choose. For example, in Judaism, God forgives only those who have been forgiven by the victim of their spiteful actions. However, this automatically infers there is no way murder can ever be forgiven by God, because the victim is dead and thus can't forgive the murderer. So within some religions, there are some cases in which forgiveness is not an option by definition. Second, in the case of Karl Seidel, the Nazi soldier who asked Wiesenthal for forgiveness for participating in the killing of over 300 Jews, he chose to follow the orders he'd gotten, which he could have disobeyed, and likely not even be severely punished for it. Thinking that your partner was fully aware of the consequences of their actions and still chose to cheat can make it very tough to forgive them. The Sunflower, Lesson 2. The best pro-argument for forgiveness is that it heals both the forgiver and the forgiven. This answers the question, what are some of the most prominent pro-arguments for forgiveness? But then there's the other side. There are also several strong arguments for forgiveness. For example, that not all people are equally responsible in different situations. Seidel, for example, was mostly following orders, not giving them, 
which is still bad, but not as horrible as the plans Nazi puppet masters thought of and then told others to execute. Another good reason to forgive your unfaithful ex-partner in crime is that forgiving and forgetting are two different things. Just because you forgive them does not mean you automatically have to pretend nothing ever happened. But the biggest reason to forgive, by far, is that it doesn't just heal the person who's forgiven, but also the forgiver. If someone really shows regret and true guilt, how else can you possibly transform their misery into something positive? Not just that, forgiving is also the only way to let go of your own anger, hate and resentment. Otherwise, you'll just hold on to it forever, and we know nothing good will grow from that. The Sunflower, Lesson 3 There is no one-size-fits-all forgiveness attitude, so you have to keep asking yourself questions about it. This answers the question, what's the right attitude for forgiveness? As you can see, the question whether to forgive or not is tricky to answer, and in fact can't be just answered once and then you're set for life. That's not how it works. I love the conclusion of this book, that there's no conclusion at all. The most important thing Wiesenthal learned about forgiveness is that there are many different perspectives on it, which makes it essential to always keep asking questions about it. Why do good people do bad things? How can societies tolerate terrible actions at scale? Is guilt different for individuals than it is for groups? Where's the line? Sometimes, some of these will be impossible to answer, and maybe that's just the way it should be, because whenever we're not at peace with our decisions, we keep asking questions, learning, and trying to do better next time. My personal takeaways from the Sunflower for 2017. First of all, I'm not exactly sure, but I think this man was German, maybe maybe Polish, um, uh, most definitely of Jewish descent, because his name, Simon Wiesenthal, it's a very German name, which, by the way, translates to, to Simon Fla uh, Meadow Valley, Grass Valley, something like that. <clears throat> um, and I really think there's not much to add here, to be honest, because... As you can see, there's pro-arguments for forgiveness and there's con-arguments for forgiveness. And we've all done one or the other at different times. And different times require different responses. And it, it might seem, I think, people like the, the Dalai Lama or, or Gandhi, right? Or so super non-violent, peaceful people, like Peace Nobel Prize winners and so on. They may make it seem like forgiveness is always the right choice. And on that account, I agree as far as to if you had to choose between two modes, like never forgive and always forgive, I'm sure the always forgive mode would leave you with a better life over the course of 80 or 90 years. Um, but that said, it's not black and white, right? So I think I can just maybe recount two examples from my own life, one where I forgave and one where I didn't forgive. Um, and then maybe that'll help you answer some questions about forgiveness in your own life. So, the first one where I forgave, I think that was, uh, it was my last ex-girlfriend at one point, and up until that point, I had believed she had had only one boyfriend uh, until she had, she was with me. But at some point, she confessed that actually, like, she had a couple one-night stands, relationships, on and off relationships, friends with benefits, that kind of stuff. Like, in between... Uh, dropping or, or separating from my last boyfriend and getting together with me. And 
though I was really upset. I was really upset at the time because it wasn't like she had lied. It was one of those lies by omission, right? Where you just don't say something, and then the other person just naturally assumes some version of the truth. Um, so I remember the, the day I found out, I was really like upset. I was really worried. I didn't want her to like touch me or talk to me or anything. Need some space and so on. And I think I took a day or two or, or a couple even to like really think about it. Uh, spent a lot of time thinking outside. It really threw me off my game with everything. Um, and but then after after I was through sort of processing that, I came to the conclusion that if I don't forgive her for doing that right now, then there's no future for us, right? So I was like, if I hold on to this forever, or if if I can't forgive her this now then that will mean that our relationship's forever poisoned right because like 15 years in the future i might go to the point go to the place where i say yeah but that one time right and you pull out something that's age old and super unrelated and so on but it really poisons the whole relationship because you keep it locked up somewhere just waiting till you have the opportunity to pull it out and then fight and it's just horrible so I decided I would forgive her. And it was really not easy. Like, it was super not easy, especially to do it fast because it was like two, three days. Um, and we were together all the time, like during that time. So it was hard. But eventually, like, I made it, right? And over time, I, I don't want to say forgot it, but um, it just faded away and so on. And that was really the right move to make, right? So we're not together anymore. That It didn't work out for other reasons. But that was not the not the point right because forgiveness was the right response so another scenario where i didn't forgive was um a girl i was in love with in high school uh, i think at the very end of when high school ended when we graduated um i had been trying to like tell her for years right because we were in a sort of best friends kind of relationship so i felt like i was in the friend zone super like complicated actually not super complicated i was in the friend zone that was pretty much it um and I was like, shit, like, I got to tell her. Um, because, uh, yeah, and that was the first time she didn't have a boyfriend either. So I was like, okay, let me tell her. Right, finally, we graduate, and then we'll see what happens. And I told her, I think I sent her a letter or something, and she just didn't sort of talk about it at all, right? She ignored it. And eventually I was like, what do you say? Like, like right? So I kept, like, asking. And then she still didn't really say anything. And it was really, really weird and um, I don't even recall what she eventually said because I never got a proper answer and so I was really pissed at her for that eventually later I found out that she was like super overwhelmed with it didn't know what to say right didn't want me to, to lose me as a friend but also didn't want to be my girlfriend blah 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 um, and so I found that out much later uh, but in that moment I decided man like if she can't even like after all these years we've been friends for so long if she can't even like talk to me about this or even say like no or yes right like I just wanted an answer I just want to be straight up if she can't do that then like fuck that I'm not gonna forgive her like this she's not worth it or she's not worth my time whatever so we both moved on right and I haven't really I haven't forgiven her since uh, I've seen her only a couple times. There was a moment like last year, nothing, nothing happened, but we really drifted apart, and that sort of just like broke away, faded away, um, and that was that. And there was no real forgiveness or like forgiving moment. There was nothing like that, um, and that's okay too, right? 
So I'm not saying it was the right thing to do, but it just it was the best thing I could do in that moment. And then whatever happened, happened, right? So I think the most important thing you can do with forgiveness, uh, besides keeping asking questions about it and changing your mind every time you have to or have an opportunity to, is to not get hung up on what you've done in the past, right? Like whether you've forgiven someone or not, don't get hung up on that because you can't change it, right? The past is the past and you can only do better in the future. So focus on that, ask the right questions, don't think it's all black and white, and I hope you'll really take something away about forgiveness from this summary of The Sunflower by Simon Wiesenthal. See you on the next one.